This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to the Short Coat Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. Uh, with me today in the studio and live streaming on our Facebook group, the Short Coat Student Lounge, it's M2 Nicole Hines. Sup, nerds. Uh, M2 AJ Chowdhury is back from our DC bureau. Yo yo. Having completed my assignment to go live in his parents' basement for several weeks, that, you did that very was well. not his choice. You it's did not very, his choice. That that happened. Yes, you did very well. <laughs> M2 Sarah Costello is with us as well. Hello, Sarah. Hi. And of course, who? How could I forget? How could I? Okay, I didn't you forget know, at all. You know what we're up to? Aline Sanduk. Is here for I think one eleven one hundred and eleven episodes. Yeah, I think so. You're a mad woman, and I love you for it. You make this too fun. That's your problem. Yeah, this well, is too enjoyable. Good. I wouldn't want to do it if it wasn't enjoyable. And if that means that other people join me on the show, so much better. Mm-hmm. Guys, I love our listeners. I especially love when they reach out with feedback, and we did get more feedback on the show's diversity after having discussed it. A couple of weeks ago by the time this show comes out. Matthew left us a voicemail, 347-SHORT-CT. He also sent us an email with the same kind. And I, So this is, this is how I know people are passionate about getting in touch with us. I think that's great. I, I did have to abridge your message to us, Matthew, a bit. I hope I didn't do it uh, too much. But here's, I think, the most salient for me thing that he had to say about that discussion. I also desire more representation from minorities, not just any minority, but those that are underrepresented in America. I think it's understandable that one would be worried about tokenism in their outreach, but I feel that having no voices from the black community, for example, I can only speak for my identity, is a greater harm than having a limited amount of perspectives from that same community. And being honest about voice and understanding that no community is a monolith and that you don't want to seem like you're just looking for a token character often helps to mitigate the concern of that for the person who's being asked to give their perspective. Because you, when you're voicing that, it's not just that you're the only person you can speak on behalf of your race, but your input is still important because you are a member of this identity that hasn't been heard enough. That can help the person feel like, okay, they understand the complexities of where I stand in America and that I have something to give without necessarily being the ambassador for all people who look like me. It's kind of like what AJ said. But yeah, I feel whenever we're dealing with communities that we don't belong to, and I have to deal about, I have to think about this with myself as well when I'm interacting with communities that I don't belong to. Am I really avoiding engaging or asking opinions because I'm worried about hurting this community or I don't want to harm them? Or is it more because I'm worried about having an awkward conversation and risking that I'm more ignorant than I would like to think. Again, not saying this is necessarily y'all's intention or anything, but I think that's just an important thing to consider whenever we're worried about outreach or how to reach out to community or whether or not we should. I think it never hurts to have one voice versus zero. And I love the show. I uh, hope y'all have a great day. Thanks, Matthew. Man, you said it in the chat. I like this guy. I Off the record and on the record now, I think he's a good dude. I think he makes a good point. <laughs> wow. Should I not have? No, that's <laughs> okay. Like, oh, I, I meant it to be off the record that I liked him. I Matthew, usually, like, I told everyone, I, I think you're a good egg and I like you. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, and I want to say before I open it up, and I don't want to belabor this because he's right. That is part of my hesitation on reaching out. I don't want to cause harm, but I also don't want to reveal how ignorant I am or I don't want to be seen as ignorant. And I just got to be honest about that. Last week, when I said I had a plan to address diversity on the show, reaching out to specific people was, in fact, my whole big plan that I said I had. It's something I've been avoiding to do, as I said, in in part to not harm a community that might see it as tokenism, but also that there is an element of trying to protect my own self-image. So thanks for calling me out on that, Matthew. I appreciate that. If you have feedback, short quotes, you know what to do. Send it to the shortcoats at gmail.com. Leave us a message at 347-SHORT-CT. I like hearing the accolades, and I also like hearing the things that we could uh, do better because we can always do better. I really wish I could like sit down and have a specific conversation with Matthew because when I first read the comment and then hearing the voicemail, the part where he talks about like 
what is your actual hesitation? Mm-hmm. Like, I think you can respect both sides of the hesitation, but there is a, a really good point of like, you're holding yourself back and is it actually you're worried about hurting yourself or you're worried about hurting them? And I think that's sometimes my hesitation is I don't know what could be harmful to a person. And so I take the cautious road. Yeah. I still have conversations, but there are some that I probably do avoid. And I don't think it's because I'm worried about being uncomfortable. I'm worried about making the other person uncomfortable. Yeah. That's sort of what I mean by hesitating because I don't want, I mean, it's both. Mm -hmm. It is both. I think he understands that. He acknowledges that. I think what it comes down to ultimately is vulnerability. It's really hard to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and, it's especially hard in these situations where it, like the fear of being vulnerable is compounded by the potential of hurting someone's feelings. Mm-hmm. So a lot I, of obstacles there. Um, I agree with you with, with that comment. I, but I think we've got this idea that you have to reach out to individual people in that community to, to represent their community. I don't think that's the case. I think if we can, just make it clear that that we're like a safe place where people who have something that they want to say have a story to tell who are underrepresented in medicine that we see them and that we really and, and that we want them to be seen <laughs> yes yes but i think it's okay to reach out to people in that community and say we want to hear your stories. We want to hear your individual, your unique personal stories to yourself. We don't want you to represent, like, it's not going right. to represent your whole community. We want to hear your personal stories. And those stories are powerful yeah. because, because they can they can inspire change. They can mm-hmm. inspire people who are, might be in your community to go into medicine yes right they might identify with that story and it might speak to them and then they go oh there are people just like me there and the issue is like it's we can't single out individual people because there's not like these like these communities are underrepresented in medicine we need to put a call out to anyone who is sitting at home listening and thinking this resonates with me i want to be involved in this conversation Please just. That's actually a good point. If you are at home and you're hearing us talk about things that you have a viewpoint on and you think that you have a unique viewpoint on that we can't bring, I, I mean, absolutely, we want to hear from you about it. Please. We, we, we have a, I have a phone number. I have an email address. You could reach out to us on socials. I don't know, but uh, you know, I've had a little trouble realizing when I've gotten a message for some reason. Um you know, reach out to us and we will include you in the conversation because and, you know, join us on our Facebook group when we do these live streams that we do every week. If you can, I know they're in the middle of the day. They're kind of a pain. But, you know, the lines of communication are there. We hope everybody will use them. Thank you so much. And that's but, and oh, I'm going to say I'm going to say don't be scared to reach out. I was one of those people sitting at home, like just thinking, oh, I really want to be involved in this conversation. And I sent a message and. You know, and and now I'm and look here at you and, now. Yes, and I'm still scared, but I'm still doing it because <laughs> it's fun and it's and it you know it's a it's important to yeah you know to tell your story and thank you. Yeah. And we have had listeners come on to the podcast to talk about their experiences in the past. Yes, yes, we have. So reach out, guys. Let's move on. I was looking at my coronavirus tracker from the New York Times. I've entered in some places that I like to track and I get an email every morning with the data and I saw what was on the screen here and I'll describe it for the shortcuts listening. It's a list of locations I track with the daily cases per 100,000 if you're not familiar with this and the 14 day change in those daily cases per 100,000. So for Johnson County where we live, I was feeling kind of smug recently. I was like, look at us. We're looking at us. We've gone down 15%. So I was like, look at us. Our county is pretty well vaccinated, 60% of all residents, and so I felt justified in my smugness. Get vaccinated, I thought, at the rest of the country. Then I saw that Barnstable County, where my parents live in Massachusetts, saw a 153% increase in cases. I, I looked at their vaccination rates, and they're even more vaccinated than we are. 
of all residents. And then I saw that Los Angeles Metro is up 255%, and they're somewhat less vaccinated than either Johnson or Barnstable counties. Basically, this boils down to kind of a major problem for me in how I think about this. I have no idea whether to be smug or not anymore. How am I supposed to be smug? Who are we supposed to look down on? I just don't know. Actually, my real question is, how? how so you guys, <laughs> it's not, I don't want to be smug. I have. Are you sure? Because you just said that. Look, like, I have, times. I have unwanted feelings and thoughts all the time, just like all of us. I just happen to have a podcast where, Dave, you need to where be I talk like about me. my unwelcome feelings and thoughts. You need to be more like me. Just be so short that you can't look down on everyone. <laughs> you have to look up to everyone. I do too. I'm short too. No, no, no. Look, the real question. My real question is, how would you, as med students? People who are learners, people who are kind of learning how to think about these things. Are you, does it, does it tell you anything when you look at this stuff or is it just as much noise to you as it is to me? So something that I learned this morning, I think, is that LA is actually going back to having masks be required Mm -hmm. in public. And that just, that's kind of shocking to me seeing all these numbers and seeing, okay, some places are getting better. Some places are getting worse. To me, now with a year and a half of all this data coming out, it's starting to lose all meaning. But then you see these headlines saying, yeah, like shit's really out of whack right now in certain parts of the country. It's now coming to me as like a warning sign that we need to get vaccinated or things are just going to get worse again. It's never going to go away. Yeah. yeah. I think early in showing the data, like we had to standardize it to like cases per 100,000 and we got used to seeing that but when I look at Johnson County and then compare that to LA like the number of like hundred thousands that are in our community compared to out there like I feel like the population definitely is at play here and I kind of want to see those numbers alongside because I suppose there are demographic issues as well sure when I look at this that I wasn't that just occurred to me now. Like well, when I look at this that I wasn't thinking about. Yeah. Or that don't that these numbers can't portray a comparison. We we need to like compare our group statistically and you know see if they're equal enough at baseline to compare. Yeah. So that's no. the question. How do we norm? Well, the other thing I was thinking as you were talking about that is like the density of the mm-hmm. of LA is you know it, it, they probably have like you know ten people per square whatever i don't math anyway but here you know people live pretty far apart square so. inch 10 people per square inch I think yeah is what yep, you're, exactly yep exactly yeah. yeah but you know like obviously i mean la county has about as many people in it as the whole state of iowa i'm pretty sure so yeah so those those numbers do mean very different things and does all the does all residents is that including children under the age of 12 because i would assume another thing is which is kind of an indication that we all need to keep up efforts with vaccination as a public health measure is 99 percent of the covid cases in la county are from unvaccinated people yeah and that's a story that's being played out across the country mm-hmm. can i can i play devil's advocate here first i would i would welcome that okay come satan Satan. Come to us, Satan. I'm going to be angel's advocate. Okay. Okay. Well, so, you know, instead of saying get vaccinated, maybe the message should be like explore vaccination. Find out if it's right for you. You know, it's not... And I I understand. I know. I I agree with you. I know. You know, because like... (laughs) This is sounding like like a drug commercial. Like... Talk to your talk doctor, to your doctor today. Look, look, I'm not mad at that. I mean, honestly, because like the people who haven't gotten vaccinated by now are clearly dead set against it. Or, you know, they don't may not see that this is as much of a problem as it is. But like, how do we invite them in as opposed to like bellowing at them to come and get vaccinated? I, you know? I don't know that explore vaccination is the tagline because there's tons of Facebook communities that explore vaccination. I think that's what I was How accurate is that to the truth medically? Yeah. yeah. And so, or like a, a trusted healthcare professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you have one. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I think, I still think 
it still chaps my ass that there's been less of a, a celebrity endorsement campaign. We talked about this before when we talked with Marty McCary and y'all were like, yeah, but Dave, they, they don't want to put themselves out there as as having a position that's different from their fans because then they'll lose fans. Fine. But, you know, at some point you got to, you know, I want to see Billy Ray Cyrus or uh, does he still thing anymore? <laughs> I want to see. You want to see a Lil Nas X, Billy uh, yeah. Ray Cyrus collab for yes! the 19 vaccine. Yes. Oh, my God. That would be. They did collab, but another one. I want to see Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. like come out and say, you know, yo, I got vaccinated. Um, what Martha's an, what like, an I, I, I hand made my vaccination <laughs> by this artisanal needle, actually, that I, I grew in my garden. <laughs> a hand stretched needle in my at home welding studio. Yeah. Some, yeah. Something I wonder about vaccine rates is some of the pushback is people call it an experimental drug, and yeah. they don't think that the emergency authorization is. Yeah, fully approved and so they say I'm not going to be your guinea pig I do wonder about and that it, it makes me wonder if and when it's, it's getting towards when there's like full FDA approval will those numbers improve or is is that not I was talking to one of my friends who just got out of the military and he has been hesitant about getting vaccinated because he's worried about the long term outcomes of it and I don't feel like it should stand as a valid argument anymore when this is based off of a vaccine that's been in development for over a decade with the SARS vaccine that was developed a lot earlier. So it's not like this is groundbreaking brand new stuff. It just is a continuation of a lot of things that have already been done over time. Yeah. Most of us had never heard of it before, but that doesn't mean it's yeah it's new. And that's something mm-hmm. that needs to be brought out more often is... This is based off of something that's already been in research for at least 10 years. You, you, you know what this all speaks to? The gap between the scientific community and the public. And Absolutely. it's only getting worse. And I don't remember what issue it was, but it was a Scientific American article talking all about how it goes back to World War II, where scientific advancements really allowed us to prevail in that war effort. And as a result, government funding of scientific research went up significantly. So scientists didn't have to appeal to the public as much to raise funds. And so there, you know, spawned the the gap between academia and non-academics. Interesting. Yeah. So it could be that it could be that because scientists no longer traditionally go to the public for funding, they no longer have to make their case. They no longer have to well be as public about what they're doing and so they have no relationship sort of gotten out of practice very interesting if i asked you right now who is the most famous scientist you can think of on the spot just first one that comes to mind bill nye the science guy (laughs) okay not what i was hoping you'd say but still when was he popular 90s the 90s yeah you know what most people say einstein guess when einstein was a deal the 40s yeah that's that is. I mean, you can literally track that that recollection back to the very moment where that's that you know. It, don't mess with my analogies, damn you, <laughs> Dave. Say you Einstein wanna, next time. You might want to share the correct answer ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, I was questions. thinking cover cover the It's Einstein, guys. Okay. <laughs> you yeah, edit that out. It's yeah. Einstein. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, Sarah, were you gonna say something? I, no, I was just saying I was thinking Einstein. I just. And and that's so nine times out of ten I run this experiment a lot. People say Einstein because mm-hmm. he he's the last publicly famous scientist everyone thinks about. I don't like also the idea that you're experimenting on us when we're not when we're not paying attention. Did you run this by the IRB? Did you come to me once you're past emergency authorization? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got an education exemption, so ah, uh, I see. Yeah, IRB exempt. IRB exempt. Okay, but what if we changed? We stopped calling them shots and started calling them jabs. Oh, like oh, they do in they, the UK. Yeah, it doesn't lie. You know what we should <laughs> do? I still, I still like it more. We should yeah. you know, a little less true. violent. The same way drinks get it's rap artists fine. to like drink in their music video. Like yeah, that's yeah. how Cristal got really big. And then we should just get them like just pumping like shots in there. <laughs> Actually, that's a whole difference. <laughs> um, LMFAO shots played in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. 
get them to make getting shots look cool somehow. Yeah, not drugs. Yes. We're not talking IV drugs. Shots, but yeah. I I'm just know. imagining like, you know the 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 video where you know Fauci or a Fauci lookalike is featured in the in the video with his giant needle you know okay so you know where we can start whenever we have news articles about a vaccination can we not just show like like a you know eight gauge needle more just the biggest needle we can find going into someone's arm because like that's why not show like a picture of like a smiling we were just talking about this like you should show a happy family because they got vaccinated yeah. you know look there's a reason there's a reason why for the viagra commercial they show a guy throwing you know a football through a tire exactly it's it's, it's they don't show a flaccid penis <laughs> <laughs> i just realized that would be the analogy is like look at this penis isn't it so sad here's a thing we're gonna here's get a happy it. penis yeah to be exactly. fair if you're if you are male and you have a, a that doesn't work you'd probably be okay with that being like in the being like something that are you saying? I don't know. Words okay, are well, hard. when they talk about Peroni's disease in the commercial, they use a bunch of different shaped fruits or vegetables. What's per- Peroni's disease? It, it has there's like you an see, abnormal curve this? or it bump turns into this. Oh, oh. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they have commercials. So, so they're like using if, fruits if you and notice, vegetables. If you Blue, notice yeah. this now, Look, you may have blue liquids uh, as a substitute for menstrual blood. Oh um, yes. Yeah. Happy people for an antidepressants commercial. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, my favorite. That, that's my people favorite. Who are sad and then put a little smiley face over their face. My no. favorite commercial. <laughs> one of my favorite commercials of recent memory is um, that it's. I don't know what drug it's for. I'm pretty sure it's for hypertension or for heart, some sort of heart disease. And in every every commercial features somebody getting startled and not having a heart attack. <laughs> You know, so there's the one where the the woman is, I don't know, maybe she's at a farmer's market or a community garden and somebody, the cart full of delicious fruits and vegetables falls over and she's like, ah, and, and then she proceeds not to have a heart attack because of, you know, what does she do when when it it falls over? She goes, ah, she doesn't actually do, you don't see, you don't hear her. She just goes, I I can't, you know, like it's a video. She's like, (laughs) And then they talk about how blessed she is because she didn't have a heart attack because the fruit fell over. Well, the one I always talk to find... your doctor today about this <laughs> about not having a heart attack. Um, there was uh, someone like compiled this just list of pictures of people laughing at salads from like yeah. <laughs> you know just like <laughs> you know like that and it's true. The, I mean, the, the joyful salad uh, uh, trope. Yeah, I mean it's these are the tips and tricks of marketing we can exploit these to our advantage i'm convinced we can find a way where's the where is the where's the skull sweat that people should be putting into thinking about this message you know what i'm saying i thought that was like a brand and i was like because i you know what i was about to say we we need the guys who did coke to do vaccines you know we'll call it we'll call it skull sweat (laughs) we need a twitter beef between moderna and pfizer Maybe oh. that'll go viral and get people. Yes. Yes. They need to up their oh their social media game like uh like what? Wendy's and Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the Wendy's, Wendy's Twitter account. Yeah. They must have like a, a teen girl, a, a cheerleader yeah. that, you know, do you think I, the head I, of the cheerleading team. Should I find it like a like a sassy teen to do our social media? Alex? Alex is a sassy teen. Uh, <laughs> good. <laughs> Oh. You know, yeah, I think you're right. I think because people love a good fight. Actually, you're not wrong. Like, I know you brought that up as a joke, but like, maybe they do need a turf war. Oh, I was war. completely serious. Yeah, I think <laughs> that might be a good idea. I don't know. Just involve the Johnson and Johnson in that. Well, no, it, it, no. Needs, it needs to be a fair fight. You need. Uh, oh oh the, wow, that the, was a hot take. Oh, come on, come on, <laughs> come on, and Johnson. Come on, I'm saying you need like the same type of vaccine against. So is, is AstraZeneca like non mRNA? I think yes. or is it? It's not. I don't think so. Yeah, Johnson and Johnson versus AstraZeneca, and okay. then you can do Pfizer versus Moderna. Okay, well, yeah. they need to have the same technology. All right, come on. Yeah, for in, in order for your Twitter beef to be scientifically valid, mm-hmm. it needs to be the same weight class. Otherwise, yeah. they'll fold. Yeah, faster you know, than Conor McGregor. Just <laughs> <laughs> you mean his ankle fold? <laughs> wow, that poor bastard. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry, I couldn't help it. That. that 
Hey, that was very timely of it, me. You worked in you worked in a pop culture reference. I Thank did. you very much. I if did. There, if there's, we we don't have enough uh, UFC references. We don't. Uh, I'm working on it. I thought about it earlier, so I'm glad you made the reference. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's been talking about that. That was a good meme. Listeners, if you ask us a question, it means that I don't have to make something up to talk about on the show. And the show becomes what you want it to be. So send your questions to theshortcoats at gmail.com or leave a message at 347-SHORT-CT. We'll talk about it on the show. AJ, you brought some tweets for us. Uh, tweets. You, <laughs> you brought some tweets for us. <laughs> you brought, you brought some treats for us, I, I did. Hear. Should I bring them out? I, I think now's the time. All right. I am pretty hungry. I got the wrong time. I didn't get your message about showing up. At one thirty, uh-huh. so uh-huh. showed up at eleven thirty. So they're, so what you're saying is they're more delicious after having been. They may be seasoned for a an day extra. and a half old now. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Please, so well, there's please. a lot going on here. I got paper towels. This demographic, and I include myself. Is, also, is is perfectly happy to consume like three day old pizza. <laughs> So I'm not gonna be like, oh, this pastry is is so is <laughs> a few hours you're, old. You're not some pastry snob, is what you're right. saying. Mm. Oh, they're wrapped up. Oh, even yeah. better. Yeah. So oh, I thank had, God. I had one of the mochis today, but um, yeah. So this is from my favorite bakery back home. It's a French Korean fusion pastry shop that also has bubble tea because that's what the DC area loves. Yeah. So. Should I just let y'all try it out and before I give away what each thing is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I they, like that. Are they all different? Oh, yeah. Like I just so, realized they're different. The, this this is a double. So you, you guys can go ahead and like grab a paper towel and knife and fork and cut things up. I'll, I'll, I'll authorize Aline to uh, dispense you one You just deputize me. me. Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you feeling fearful? Is that... Where you're like, I have no idea. This what is I'm, not gross ice cream. This is actually hey, really hey, good. Hey, 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 hey. Delicious ice cream. I Dave, think I've, I have a bone to pick with you after this about ice cream. <laughs> you do? No. <laughs> See, we need to start getting these beefs going, man. All right. Drama attracts attention. That gets us clicks. That gets us listens. We make money. Look. Don't I, have to be a doctor at the end of the day after all that. Look, I will point out that, that somebody did uh, share with me macaroni and cheese ice cream, which I'm anxious to try. I was eating... Craft macaroni and cheese when that was posted. Oh, and I was disappointed in myself. Did you sprinkle sugar and milk and and, and cream in your? Oh no, but your I, macaroni I, and cheese. No, I should have, you know, thought hard about what I needed to do to it to make it ice cream. It was it was given to me, and then I like opened my phone to see a notification, and there it is. Oh, those are actual plates. Yeah, I mean, just so we wow. can like put them on a thing. I always. Uh, That's too fancy for me. I'm a trash panda. I, I I think you guys are only worth paper plates, but okay. All right. So Aline got all fancy. Well, yeah. This one you can't cut in half, but if you want it, it's all yours. Okay. Um, everything else you can pretty easily cut. Yeah, in half. that one you can't cut in half because it's made of titanium, <laughs> and we don't have the proper. Do we have, oh, It'll just be messy. Oh, okay. I mean, you can you can go for it if you uh, want to. I wanted to share and like that. Like yeah. apparently there's yeah. just like liquid inside of it. There is. Like pour out. I gave away what it was, but we can rock paper scissor it if you want. It's up to you guys. I I have been eating this stuff for years, so I'm not gonna do it. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to subject our audience to chewing noises. Look, misophonia warning. Okay, stop it. Sorry, I hadn't Sorry, I did before the warning. Edit that out. I'll do it after. Are we not doing ASMR? It's like the audio version of moist. <laughs> that is the, really the worst word of all time. I'm not particularly fond of panties either. Oh, I wanted yeah. to tell someone that movies. they remind me of the word moist, but that might have been too mean. Yeah, that's that's harsh. <laughs> what did they do to you? Yeah. you I like, wanted to bring my kitten in. How do you like ointment? The right vibes. Oh yeah, you got a kitty. Yeah, we got to talk, dude. Yes, but, we do. But uh, I did want to bring my, but I, you know, like because of my time constraints today, it didn't work out. Um, but she is, uh, she's a cheese freak, and of course we don't let her have cheese because that's not good for kitties. But my cats when, also fight over cheese. When we've got the cheese out, for some reason, she, she is like ready I, for can cheese. Can I serve you, Nicole? 
May I serve you? <laughs> I expect it. May I take your order? Can I take your hat, sir? There you go. Thank you. Dave, I'm assuming you want some. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll add yes, to my I collection. Suppose. Yes, I'm... I'm, I'm oh, man. I'm excited. Just give me a give me a give me the selection. You're feeling peckish. Oh, I'm good for now. I'll wait. Is it because you know what's in there? I know. So are we all trying? know is good. Are we all? We're all going to try a specific one. Yeah, maybe we try. Wait, are you setting this up right now? No, this is this is not dog food. It's not. Yeah, cat food, dude. Too soon. I'm triggered. It will always be too soon. It will always be too soon. So this is the one I'm I'm suggesting we we try first. Okay. Our fearless host has spoken. Oh my gosh. You doing it? <laughs> this has some sort of looks creamy, delicious goodness and delicious. some nuts on top. Yeah, allergy warning. Mmm. I'm sorry. I should. Mm. You know what I love about this? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what I love about this? With like when I go to look at the listener stats, that's the moment where everybody's like <laughs> I'm just listening to us chew. This is not sweet. No. It's, it's not sweet. Different. A little bit. I mean, it's a little sweet, it's but it's not like Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, probably that's that's like the worst comparison probably. Like if, if I went to this uh, Korean fusion pastry place and was like, hmm, this is not like Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> they would probably be very angry with me. Um, that, isn't, cool with it. isn't that the most American thing ever? Of like, yeah. hey, this isn't like a Dunkin' Donuts at all. <laughs> That's our frame of reference. It's like you look at the ingredients list for this place, and the first ingredient isn't sugar. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm not eating it anymore. I then. would say this isn't even like Panera. If it's, if it's not sugar, number one, I'm not touching it again. The next couple things are sweet. Okay. I don't know what's in it, but I like it. Okay, so that one was a peanut butter cream roll. Oh. Okay. Nice. You know, peanut butter is often overpowering mm-hmm. in um, sweet, tasty pastries uh, or cookies. Um, but that's not overpowering, Yeah. obviously, since I couldn't identify. Where are we trying next, Dave? Uh, whatever one gets handed to me. Oh, we's, okay, so we've got a couple here. So these are a type of donut with a filling that is very different from any Western cuisine. I don't, I'm colorblind, but let's try the um, the darker filling one. Everybody on board with that? This one. Oh uh, yes, the blue one. <laughs> it, it's not blue, is it? <laughs> no, it's purple. What is it like? Plum. Yeah. Plum. All colored. Dave just sat back in his chair. Oh. <laughs> okay. Mm. Initial first impression. I don't love when I can feel the like crystals of sugar in my mouth. I like it. However, this is amazing. <laughs> this is really good. I feel like it's got some sort of bean in it. Oh it yeah. Does, yeah. Is that is that what mochi is? Mochi is like a bean paste kind of situation. Mochi itself is a rice flour dish that's been beaten. Oh into tastiness so that's what the white thing is on the table is some it's just it's actual traditional mochi um but yeah this is bean based so that's a red bean donut Mm. Mm. um can i just say if anyone wants a little lesson on mochi i don't know how accurate it actually is but there's a new netflix show with michelle obama called waffles and mochi and there's a whole episode where mochi figures out where he comes from so oh it's a fun one. Nice. For the kids, cool. but educational, too. I enjoyed yeah. it. Nice. Yeah, mochi is awesome. It's pretty easy to make, too. And watching, like, an actual, like, Japanese mochi maker make it is really interesting. Because they they just take turns pounding the crap out of it with a hammer or, like, punching it. It's intense. So I'm familiar with, like, mochi with ice cream in the middle. So this kind... Is it like a custard or like cream on the inside or what's in it? That is mochi with red bean paste in the middle. So it's the same feeling that you just had. I want to say that's the same thing as what we just had. Let's move on to the um, the amber. Green. Green, yeah. Green. Peridot. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a, a green filling. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you're happy, happy. Dave. <laughs> Smooth filling. This is how you enjoy pastries, like one little bite. <laughs> one at little a bite time. at a it's time. Like a fine but, wine. One little bite at a time, but many bites. Thank you for taking up the cutting of the pastries, Aline. It's my pleasure. Sarah also cut some pastries. Oh, thank you, Sarah. She's not even going to be a surgeon. <laughs> I just I, I just consume. I don't do anything That's productive. Fair. So well, this one. There could be a... too many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? No, 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 I'm trying to so identify. Good. Hang on. This is a green bean donut. So oh. it's uh, pretty much the same concept. Not green beans like, you know, like green bean casserole that you're... I want to say this is matcha powder and mm-hmm. bean filling, not actual green beans. But I have not eaten that one yet, so I'm not if you, sure. If you're not from the Midwest, maybe you haven't been graced with green bean casserole Sarah it is a traditional midwestern food casserole featuring green beans instant soup mix fried onions on top maybe some cream of mushroom soup that you put in an oven and bake for an inordinately long time for some reason it always uses the canned green beans yeah yeah you got to use the canned green mm-hmm. beans so they're like cooked and then you can't use the again. fresh ones it's not the same it doesn't have the same mush yeah, it grossness. Yeah, it doesn't have the same grossness. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the traditional. It's, it's too appetizing. I, I have fresh. I have a story about the grossness of green bean casserole. Uh-huh. I was like refusing to eat it at dinner one night. We we're eating out on the patio, and I I don't like the texture. It makes me gag. They're like, eat your food. So I was like, okay, and I put it in my mouth, and what happened? Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I went over to the grass. Nice. Oh, you should have just let them have it on the table. That's like. Really teach them those, That's like justice crispy, right there. It's like the crispy fried onion I like things. You know, I don't mind crispy fried onion. I don't mind <coughs> green beans that aren't, you know, canned. And I actually don't really mind canned green beans either. It's just a combination of the three, four, or five ingredients. Well, so, so a feature of Midwestern cooking, I feel like, and I don't mean to offend anyone's culture. I'm not trying to be impolite, but... As an observation from someone who's not from around here is we tend to take a bunch of things that individually are great. And they're like, if we have 10 of a good thing, yeah. that's a great thing. Have you heard of Jello salad? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Green I didn't salad. want to say it specifically. But. but you want to know what is in a lot of Midwestern castles, casseroles. Castles. That just, it doesn't, it's not good on its own and it shouldn't Kings be in queens, these things. Always in Midwestern castles. Water chestnuts. Oh, yeah. It's just crunchy water. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love water chestnuts. A lot right. of things are just crunchy water, but can you know, I? I'm not can I recommend this it. one next? Yep. Is, is that? I think it's, it's the, the same it's the thing same, as yeah. the oh, okay. red bean donut. But feel free to eat it. I would. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you want to? Do you want to name the bakery for our? Oh yeah. So this is Sheila Bakery in Northern Virginia. Mm. They are a family-based business, and I've been going there since I was like seven. It's one of my favorite places in the world, and the food there is amazing. God love them. So, is, uh, is it like? So it's French and Korean. Mm-hmm. So is the French side the pastries, mm-hmm. and the Korean is more like the fillings? Yeah. So it's a combination. They have all their fusion stuff out on like a bunch of shelves, and then they have a lot more like just straight French desserts in like refrigeration. So they also sell like macarons, cakes, croissants, so on and so forth. Yeah, it's a good it's a good place. I feel like um I should I'm so glad I didn't eat lunch. But it's not Duncan. It's just not it's Duncan. Not Duncan. <laughs> it's not Hertz Donut. It ain't yeah. No. It doesn't come with a complimentary t- ambulance ride. Let me tell you something. Sometimes I'll go to the Starbucks, but that's as fancy as I get. Dave, I appreciate the Northeast accent coming in. Hey. This is the song of my people. <laughs> Have any of you guys watched that travel show with Zac Efron? It's <laughs> Zac Efron has a travel show. <laughs> yeah, he does. I can't remember what it's called, but whatever you're imagining, that's exactly is what the it title. Is. Some like High School Musical pun? <laughs> no, no, he's left that life behind. Surely he's done more than High School Musical. Nope, no. Nope. I mean that <laughs> he was in Seventeen again. Ted Bundy movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that, but uh, yeah. So it's it's um, Zac Efron, and then this like 
health nut health guru that he like links up with and goes on like uh trips to these like amazing destinations and like i i don't know the show is a real emotional roller coaster because on the one hand you're like oh my god it's santorini like you're looking at this like you know hundreds of years old you know mosaic in italy whatever and then there's zach efron being like (laughs) where's the starbucks (laughs) I mean, he goes to this one. Uh, yeah, he goes to this one. Look, he's just—he's yeah, just a stand-in for all of America. You he's know, literally like, the yeah. South Park satire. Do you have any non-dairy creamer? <laughs> I mean, it, like, it, I think I don't remember the city in Italy where they go, but it, it's it's an episode about uh, about blue zones, right? Those places where they just have like a disproportionately high percentage of people who are very old but very healthy, and they go to like basically this like Italian coffee shop, and he's having like like espresso made by the most Italian Italian that has ever Italian ever, and he's like of all the soccer team memes, <laughs> he's got. You know, he, he the the barista has you know spaghetti for hair. I mean, you know, it's it's Marinara as authentic as authentic as possible. And he takes a sip of it, and like everyone around him is like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm gonna remember this for the rest of my life." Wait and he's to like, see "What Zac Efron says?" He's and like, then it zooms uh, in on him, and I, I think he literally said, "Like, I, I don't know, I prefer Starbucks actually." And you're like, "Get out of here, leave!" But you know, here's the thing: that's the worst because Starbucks actually kind of sucks. It's really bitter. It's really bitter. Coffee. But you know, Starbucks. Their, Starbucks. Give us a call if you yeah. if you need a sponsorship. I mean, happy to help. Or a yeah. Sheila Bakery. Uh, Start in Iowa City branch. Yeah. Yeah. If you're yeah, looking we, to open a franchise, we yeah. uh, we wouldn't we wouldn't mind. That's a good comparison to Gordon Ramsay doing the exact same thing, but actually enjoying food from around the world and cooking it. Mm. He did this uh, series where he travels the world. And he spent an entire season on just India, and he was told by, like, really good chefs from those parts of the world. like but they said, don't be a d- Gordon. <laughs> well, they didn't have to, because they just said, yeah, your cooking is garbage. Here's how you do it our way. <laughs> and he ends, up, he ends up making really good food. He's objectively a great cook. Like, he's very good. Is he? You know, yeah. I've never had any Gordon Ramsay food. Well... I've never had it personally, but like it looks really good, you know. (laughs) I made the scrambled eggs recipe that he that he went viral for. Oh yeah, the one where that was good. What what is this? I keep reading about this recipe, and what what's the difference? You you just scramble it in the pan, use a bunch of butter and oil, and you start from cold, and you just keep going. Okay. You scramble for like twenty minutes straight. It takes a lot of work. Would not recommend it. I also don't like eggs anymore, so that's my bias there. You don't like them anymore? What happened? What happened between you and eggs? Still, I don't know. I had to be in the mood for it. And I don't know. There's something about only my mom's egg on toast mm-hmm. that sounds good and nothing else. Is this why you moved like back to children? Is this why you went back to live with your, with your parents <laughs> so you could time. get mom's, mom's the, eggs? The mental imagery I got was you only like eating eggs by candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> I did make it sound very Setting romantic. the mood for eggs. <laughs> you know, brunch dishes are the ones sent back most often. It, it's very hard to please people when they eat out for brunch. You know why? Why? Because the first person over made you breakfast is probably a parent. Uh, and no one's ever going to cook you know the what? way your mom or your dad This ties does. into my... I've said this on the show before, so, you know. Long-time listeners, I'm sure, will be like, Dave, again, but... There are certain foods that you cannot have and enjoy if they weren't made exactly the same as your mom or your grandma or whatever or your dad or whoever. Chili, potato salad. Uncle Don's cheesecake. <clears throat> For me, chili, you know, like when, when in the Midwest, chili is made with sugar. I mean, sorry, potato salad is made with sugar. Isn't everything made with sugar? If it's not the first ingredient, we won't eat it. You guys, I was born and raised in the Midwest. Come on. Like I, bread has it. sugar in it's it. It's not Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, uh, chili has to be a certain consistency, mm-hmm. you know, certain certain flavor. Otherwise, you know, have you ever it's, heard it's of, okay. Have you ever heard of Chili There's no Getty? There's no such thing as bad chili. Chili Getty? Is this the... Uh, sounds offensive. Is this the, uh, the Ohio version or like Cleveland version of chili? People eat chili 
over spaghetti. It's it's the fusion no one asked for. <laughs> Come on, chili and this. cinnamon rolls. I heard that's a thing. In yeah, so well, like different people from different regions grow grow up with like some random addition to chili. In the UK, whether it's rice or cornbread. Like rice makes sense though, because it's the you know rice is very bland. It takes up the flavor of yeah. whatever it's on. You know what's great about this conversation? Chips. Yeah, you know what's great about this conversation? You know, early in the show we're like diversity, and now we're like. You and your <laughs> stupid food. Make your food like Midwesterners, or I won't eat it. That's you know, a lie. That's about food in the UK, lie. Sarah, I'm really glad that the most popular food in the UK is chicken tikka. Chicken tikka masala. Yeah. Is it? But it's. Uh, isn't it made up by I'm sh- yeah. the British? Oh, everything's made up. But no. So the history behind that, I think, is there's a massive South Asian immigrant community in South London. And so they brought their dishes along with them to the UK. And over time, they just catered it towards the British palate. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot less spicy, but it's still pretty good. It is. It's one of my favorites and very hard to find here. Oh, there's actually some pretty good Indian places in Iowa City and Coralville. I can I can send you some recommendations. Yeah, I would love them. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's nice. Yeah, thank that's you. Sorry, Dave. rant. Thank it's, you. It's uh. That's not a rant. That's that was real beneficial for mm-hmm. me personally. Is anyone gonna go after that mochi or? Oh yeah, bring it. Go for it. Is there send more? It. Like what? Yeah. There's only one. Do you want to split it? Who has not had mochi here? I've had like the ice cream foam. I'm not sure. This is not the ice cream one. I like this a lot more than ice cream. I'm not sure. Sir, would you like a bite? If you would like to try it. Yeah, let me see if I can. You said you can't cut it. What's inside it? Is it? Oh, it's just going to spill out all the filling. But you can try it. Is it the same consistency as the red bean? It's softer. Okay. It's also covered in powdered sugar. I sort of don't want you to cut into it because I'm just thinking of that little mochi from Waffles and Mochi and you guys don't know what I'm talking about, but he's so cute. It's not it's not too soft. I can try. Okay. Do you yeah, struggle with like character cookies? Do you struggle with can, character no, cookies? No, like can you can you eat like if there's a character that your kids really liked and you had a cookie of them, would you be able to eat it? Yes, absolutely. It's a f- cookie. Well, but mochi's different. Okay, you know well, what I'm she said she was about. imagining mochi being cut by Ali. Do you? Well, what? What? He's actually a literal mochi. He's like a he's a little mochi with What legs. is a mochi? So you're going to have that, nightmares about this. But it's got little eyes. Oh, I thought I thought like a mochi. I, I, okay, I get it. He doesn't it. talk, but he makes little noises and he's a very good best friend to waffles. <laughs> I love I love how you just described. That was the cutest way of describing. I need I need more re- I need more recaps of kids shows. No, it's a good one. It was one I actually enjoyed sitting down and watching with my children. So, you know, I haven't uh, I haven't subjected you to my Australian accent, and I probably never will. But I just want you to know that uh, long ago in my college days, I was told by an Australian that I have a good Australian accent. Okay, just so you know. I'm sure you do. She's like, I have heard this before, Dave. <laughs> He's begging me to why, ask him to the, do No, no, no. No, that is why I'm not going to, because I'm a polite person who who tries to think of other people and how often Sarah has been subjected to, to Australian accents of all kinds by Americans who are like, oh, I can do that. Well, it's not, it's, I don't mind listening to other people try and do accents. It's when people ask me to talk so they can hear my accent that is gets very like that was all about, side yeah, show that was all yeah. part of my plan inviting you on the show is they like oh now I get it's like guess what sarah's accent is <laughs> <laughs> who knows this is all my elaborate plan mm. oh god this is awesome okay i have to try some now oh i'm sorry i didn't even off i'm oh, sorry so, that's cool you did off that uh, rice based wrapper mm-hmm. with uh, a delightful Red so, bean, red know, bean paste. Korean bakery, like baked goods, are really healthy, and I really like the way that they. There's 500 calories in that entire mochi. Okay, but that's the French. <laughs> that's the French. That's no, that's the that's the Korean. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, all right, that's fair. But um, yeah, this is this is the type of fusion I can get behind. I really like this a lot. I dare somebody to open a fusion restaurant that's like Korean. <laughs> or and Midwest. What about Carlos O'Kelly's? 
<laughs> oh yeah. In case anyone's wondering, is it actually Mexican and Irish food? I, uh, I I've never been inside because that sounds oh, awful. But I never yeah, thought you know. about Irish. Oh, Kelly's. Mm-hmm. Is that not Irish? Am I wrong? I don't know. It's Irish. Pretty well, sure. I never put it together, like thinking, oh, what is this? Well, and it's sausage it's, tacos. One of I don't know what's going on in that restaurant because from the decor on the outside, there's like I could tell you that the one in Iowa City smelled like urine before they. <laughs> they're gonna they, sue uh, us. We're, we're there's there's a cease and desist letter just being driven over right now. <laughs> the lawyers. Oh. I mean, so I I thought either it was Mexican or it was a pub, but like there's like fiesta themed like images on the outside of the restaurant, but there's also shamrocks. So I'm very confused. Yeah. It might- and it's basically a Mexican Applebee's. When I go in there, it's not like there's Irish. Oh, so the urine didn't stop you from going back. <laughs> I have, you know, we have, uh, we have. Kelly has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, we're going to play this game. This What a convenient segue. Before <laughs> we don't get too far into the R. Kelly references. I'm going to edit that out. I'm keeping it now. No, no, you're keeping that. <laughs> Shortcoats, if you're enjoying our conversation today, I'd be grateful if you'd let people know by posting a story on Instagram or Facebook or tweeting about us. And don't forget to tag us in your post. Thank you. All right, here we're going to try a new game. Out of the Loop is a party game for three to nine players about acting like you know what you're talking about. Oh, Do we Which just play is that a game valuable, the entire so, A valuable real. med uh-uh. student skill. It's too real. Really? Too real. I'm going to fail. And- that might bring some stuff well, up. This is practice. <laughs> this is practice then for, for when you go to clerkships. And, I, f- and, I feel like it goes against one of my core values. Actually. Well, it, it's not necessarily no, it's not necessarily pretend like you know what you're talking about, but whatever you say, you should say it with confidence. And then okay. they'll be like, okay, well, thank you for, for confidently being wrong. Okay. That is literally every week during CBL for me. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> but the point is, put yourself out there. Okay. I like that. Okay. okay. Uh, every player looks at the secret word. One player doesn't get to see the secret word. Everybody answers questions about the secret word. Guess who didn't get to see the secret word? Who was out of the loop? Oh, oh, I like this. Okay, I'm into this. Should I'm we into start this. here? Okay. Whoever has the most points after five rounds wins. Players in the know... Get 25 points for finding the out player. If the majority of players find the out player, then everyone gets 100 points. The out player gets 50 points for staying hidden. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Let's try this. I'm going to enter in our names uh, in order of play. So I'll go first. Whose head is that behind you, Dave? That is Dean Shibley Rahal's. Oh, I didn't recognize that. Yeah, it's... Not usual that you see her head in a jar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. You don't see her like that very mm-hmm. often. Not usually. It's very creative. It's a mighty fine it's character of yourself back there. Mm-hmm. Wonder who got that for you. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it made me. It made me so happy. I like the I'm frame. Glad. What did you say, sir? I said I like the frame. Yeah, the the lamination. <laughs> <laughs> the invisible frame. <laughs> You know, I was going to say what frame, and then I was like, I don't want to be the dumb one out. It's like, what frame? Well, I remember you guys were talking about the frame. We, we should have played out of the loop and convinced Aline that there's a frame there. <laughs> a real king's clothes situation. Aline, how long did it take you to pick out not getting a frame? <laughs> We went we went over this Dude, for a while. I know, I know. We ha- we did have that for a long time. All right, Aline, your turn. Right. I know. I have been given the thing. Has he really though? The word. I have. Okay. And what do I do? Do I just press on it? Uh I yeah, oh, I guess. I'm Aline. Are you uh are you in the loop or out of the loop? Duh, I'm in the loop. <laughs> Isn't that, was that my, the goal? That's like the basic gambit. Like, maybe I can get her to give it away. Oh, I'm out of loop. Oh, oh I mean, I'm in the loop. You'd be terrible in the CIA. Game, <laughs> let me just tell you. AJ, though. He'd be pretty good. Hello. In the CIA. I have like half a mouthful of food right now. He can't strategize while eating these delicious pastries. Yeah, these are really good. Hey, thanks, dude. These were... Amazing. Sarah, 
I'm mm-hmm. in the loop. Of course. Of course you are. Aren't we all in the loop? Mm-hmm. Every last one of us. Mm-hmm. I'm so now. Let me ask in the you. Loop that I'm like a part of the loop now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Can we start? Well, I'm I'm not sure what the next set of directions are. Oh, okay. It's probably just us trying to figure out. I who, think I think that the might liar be that, yeah. is. Well, it's like you have to answer questions right. about so it. So answer questions about the secret food, but make sure you don't give it away by being too specific in your answers. Feel free to ask a follow-up question. Ready? We're ready. All right, Aline, do you think a big ice cream brand has tried this flavor in their testing facilities? No. Because no? the texture wouldn't hold up. That's a challenge to Dave. Oh, yeah, that's true. Here you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay. Aline asks Sarah, I imagine that the government decided to ban this food. What was their reasoning? Too many chemicals. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Too many chemicals. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. What chemicals? Like, were there... Were there Bad ones. Bad ones. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's keep let's keep asking follow up questions. Bad chem. These were bad chemicals. I want you guys. All right. Um, AJ. Yo. Um, the player to your right throws a handful of it in your face. What do you do? That's rude, man. <laughs> what the heck, Dave? Well. Maybe, maybe I was just, I was, maybe I was giving it to you. Wouldn't that hurt? Wouldn't that hurt a lot? Maybe I was giving it to you so that you could enjoy some. I'm a sticky mess now, man. Come on. Well, maybe sticky? you should shower. You sure? Maybe you should shower more. I didn't have anything to do with what I threw at you. You're right. What color would you be covered in if he threw that at you? <laughs> I mean, the liquid part would be clear, but yeah, it'd be pretty the clear. solid part would be, uh, it would look like a murder scene. It's gross, Dave. Okay, so disappointed in you. We're gonna weaponize the food. <laughs> okay. How effective would it be in a food fight, Dave? Oh God. <sighs> in a food fight. Well. Oh, you don't know. You don't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't I'm, know. I'm trying to. Portions of it might be very effective, but other portions wouldn't. Do you think you could like harm somebody's eye with this? Oh, yeah. You can harm somebody's eye with anything. Mm. Would you throw it as it is, or would you cut it up and throw it? Mm? Mm? Mm. Mm. You're taking too long, Dave. Uh, Dave you know Dave's what? The, I would want to cut it up, because I think that would... I, th- I think what that would do is just give me more ammo. What's What's the objective of Food Fight here? Because... Honestly, I'm like thinking injuring somebody when I honestly that's not really food fight. So oh, okay. you could have different perspectives well, on these said, answers. You said weaponized. I know so well, because I mean, because it said using it in a food fight. I right. mean, the typical group to be in a food fight are probably at the part of life where they want to hurt someone with it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. What type of knife would you use to cut it up, Dave? Oh, for sure, uh, a small one. Huh. Okay. All right, or a big one. I'm gonna ask Nicole this question. Would you jump into a pool full of it? Would I? Yeah. Well, how how is it prepared? Yep. Good question. <laughs> you just make it into a liquid. The usual. And way. then you dilute it enough to fill up a pool. Or you just fill up a All lot right, of AJ's it. Alright, AJ's the liar. AJ is the liar. <laughs> I, I would never tell a lie. Next question. <laughs> Discussion time. No, there's... Well, there's no. a better narrator. Yeah, than everyone, everyone in the know gets 100 points if the majority votes for the person out of the loop. Okay. I don't so, know. So Aline said, Aline, Aline's question was ice cream testing facilities. Sarah's question was about government bans. AJ's question was about throwing it in your face. Dave. No, jumping into a pool full of it. Dave's question, well. That was the question that, was, that, was, that got asked to me. Like oh. my, my question was throwing it in your yeah. face. Yeah. Dave. I had to determine whether it was effective in a food fight, and Nicole's had to determine whether I would jump in a pool. You would jump in a pool. Yeah. So, are we ready to vote on who we think? Do we get to deliberate at all? Yeah, I mean, let's deliberate. I, I think, I think it's Sarah. Why hmm. would you say that? Well, it's you interesting. Look, you know, aside from looking at me judgmentally. <laughs> All the time. We've already been through this. It's her eyes. That's it. <laughs> I didn't say her eyes look judgmental. I said 
aside from they possibly could nothing behind them (laughs) so innocently i do not see judgment in sarah's eyes only when she's looking at dave though maybe i'm (laughs) i think it's dave who else keeps a picture of himself in his office i don't know dave cutting this with a small knife i'm very yeah i'm very skeptical of that i'm very skeptical why would there be chemicals in this though Wait, who said anything about chemicals? She did. She said it was banned because of, of the Maybe chemicals. Maybe you need too many chemicals to grow it. Is that mm-hmm. what it was? Yeah. Oh, that's a good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess you gave away that it's grown food. Lots of chemicals in there. Mm, I forgot it was the category <laughs> food and not another subcategory, but okay. Yeah, I guess, well, I guess we could assume yeah, that most cate- in the no. we could assume that most food is grown or is yeah. grown in some way. Yeah. No, anyway. not well, manufactured. Lots of food system manufactured well, out say, of. I was going to say, you know, well, if we can exclude EDTA and yellow number five, I th- I'm sticking with Sarah. What do you think? You think it's me? I think it's you, Dave. Okay. If that's the sword you want to die on, <laughs> a tiny little knife. A tiny, the tiny knife. knife. My tiny little sword. I'm. I don't think AJ is out of the loop. I think I, he is. I think you're in. I think you're in. Oh, it. yeah. He was incorrect. Yeah. I am in the loop. I am the loop. I already said that. Well, no, I said I, I was, I had become part of the loop. Yeah. Have we merged? Maybe. <laughs> is this a singularity? <laughs> you're a married, know. you're a married woman, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not allowed to merge with other people. I can't help it. <laughs> Force why, fields. You can why are you applying this weird value judgment on merging? Right. Paul's okay with it, okay? Oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe. You're allowed to merge with other people. Maybe I'm like not driving like a good Iowan after being in DC traffic for six weeks and actually merged into her and cut her off. And that's what she's referring to. I see. Uh-huh. I see. You're right. Are we ready to vote? Yes. Yes. Okay. How mm. does this take place? Okay, AJ, here you go. Uh, vote for the person you think is out of the loop. All right. Dave, vote for the person who you think is out of the loop. All right, Elaine, your turn to vote for the person you think is out of the loop. <laughs> wow. She just looked at me <laughs> pointedly. I don't, I don't like being looked at judgmentally or pointedly. <laughs> In fact, I don't like being looked at. Could you all avert your eyes? I'm looking at you with my periphery. How does that make you feel? Well, kind of kind of sneaky. I know I'm right. I got this. I know I'm right. Mm-mm-mm. That's what a liar would say. We're going to find we're going to find you out. I had a hard time cuz there's there's things multiple people said that I'm like, "Oh, no." Maybe they said it to fool you. Mm. Nicole, why are you tilting the screen at me? <laughs> you can't see. Oh, I guess you would see if I. Oh wait, see results. It's time. We've all voted. Send it. Dave was voted for. It was Dave. But who was actually out it. of the loop? I knew it. It was. It was Sarah. It was oh. me. Oh. I was. I was second guessing Can it there. Can someone but please tell me what this food was? I am dying to know. What do you think it was? What do you think it was? So you can cut it with a knife, but you can jump in a pool of it. It can hurt you, and it's made out of liquid. Like, I literally have no idea. It could definitely be a sorbet. Ice cream facilities could definitely use yeah. it. I don't, but it's I don't think you could jump into a pool full of it. I think that would hurt. A watermelon. That's why I said, yes. how, is it, that, oh that's why I said how is it prepared? I guessed it. I'm proud of myself. You did Good job. Well. What, what, what made you just guess it? I was... Um, but because I know I was thinking of something that's soft and hot at the same time. You said it'd be like a murder scene. That could scene. injure you in a food fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, I, when I was asking anything about the eye, I was like thinking of like spitting seeds at people's or eyes. Or if you cut Ooh. it in a really sharp wedge. Yes. <laughs> Are you, you, you have to press it that says I'm Sarah because I can't oh. lie. Um, Unless I'm out of the loop or um, I get 50 points for getting away. Agent. Everyone who voted for me gets 25 points. Well, would that be 25 points for me? Yeah, but I still get 50. Oh, my goodness. I get another 125 points. I think I like this game. <laughs> <laughs> You're this good at it. Game. Okay, now there's a list of scores. Oh. I don't need to see that. Oh, yeah. Wait, I did vote for um, you. I doubted myself. Some people have zero. 
Their names start with A. For the listeners, <laughs> there there are two people that have zeros. One of them is Aline. I'm not going to say who the other one was. Sarah, I don't like this class ranking. <laughs> yes, we do not and develop a class you. rank, but <laughs> I thought we were on a pass fail oh, system. <laughs> so that was fun. I think that would be a fun game to play with kids. Now that I, uh, mm-hmm. now yeah. I think about, it. I can't remember how old your kids are though. Six. Four and eighteen months. Okay, well that would be a challenge. But. It would. Most games are a challenge, yeah. especially if the eighteen-month-old is around. Like we're starting to be able to play some board games, maybe, but then he just comes and there's destroys. Of, yeah, there's a lot of grabbing everything, and then there's screaming and like, yeah. Four and six are good ages. Like they, yeah. right? Like they have personalities. They're mm-hmm. like when they play like, with each other, is a good they they entertain age. each yeah. other until late decide that they want their own space one of them does and then the other one doesn't and then they like tear each other apart yeah but um well that's our show aj nicole sarah aline thank you for joining me on the show today appreciate that thanks dave thanks guys i'm kind of ding dong would i be if i didn't thank you short coats for making us part of your week if you're new here and you like what you heard today Subscribe, follow the show wherever fine podcasts are available. Our editors are AJ Chowdhury and Eric Bozart, and Alex Belzer is our marketing coordinator. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine Student Government, an ongoing sport from the Writing and Humanities program. Our music is by Dr. Vox and Catmosphere. I'm Dave Etler saying, Don't let the bastards get you down. Talk to you in one week. Hi, Shortcoats. Look, life in medical education, life in America, life in the world is often difficult. And I often wish I could help. All I have is this podcast, but in my wildest dreams, you have the support you need to lead a life of your choosing. You deserve to be happy, healthy, and successful in whatever ways you define those words. So if you need support because you've experienced racism, discrimination, harassment, mental health crises, I want you to be able to get the help that you need. And so I'm going to put some links in the show notes to some resources that you can use. But the bottom line is that for what it's worth, I see you. I know you're out there. I wish I could do more. Maybe I can in ways that I don't understand yet or know about. But I see you and I'm glad you're here and other people are too. 